Hey guys, so a couple weeks ago we did an episode with a good friend of ours by the name of Josh, Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon. Anyway, he is our good friend Josh and he was on here for the episode on Little Monsters. It was a great time. I haven't seen Josh in weeks. I don't know where he is. If anyone knows where he is, please just email us. Let us know what's going on. But while Josh was here, he told us a lot of stories. The man could talk. That's the thing. The dude can get down on some stories. It's something he was very passionate about, and it was a very weird thing. Gabe doesn't like to edit a lot of stuff, but he had to cut this, dude. You know, we went back and we revisited it, and it's just, I feel like we really found a missed kernel. And I present to you guys something special from Joss. I hope you enjoy it. Just Whedon's Popcorn Corner Just Whedon's Popcorn Corner So anyway, Andy, I was saying earlier that uh the fred savage he i just there's a thing that he does with his neck and it reminds me of the time that i met orville redenbacher oh wow are you familiar with the popcorn king he he, he, he invented popcorn right or, or something like that right i mean well don't be foolish of <laughs> course he didn't invent popcorn you goof oh <laughs> but he's he's the modern man credited with Making popcorn great again. You know, okay, okay, yeah. Don't you so, remember those red hats everyone was wearing? I just, I don't remember the red hats, my dude. You should light more tiki torches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a goofball. Josh, Hi. Josh, you're, you're a character and a half, my friend. He's a cut up, man, this guy. <laughs> this guy, dude. So, so Fred Savage, all right. Well, no, I was telling you about the time I met Orville Redenbacher. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You you definitely were. You definitely were. Yeah, he's a, he, this is a fun story. You have a lot so, to uh, So I was making Boo for the Vampire Slayer, uh, the television show. I'd already made the movie, and the television show was a thing I was doing. And uh, this was season four. So this was 1993. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, everything was going great, and everyone was really having a great time. And Orville Redenbrugger, uh, he had been supplying my uh, my cast. Um, when you make when you eat food on yeah. a, on a television or a film set, it's called craft services, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We well, don't have to be rude about it. I I, I, I didn't know that was. <laughs> I'm trying like, to tell you a story. So Orville had to do with cheese. No. <laughs> the Kraft family, headed by Robert Kraft. They own the New England Patriots. Oh. That's a little tidbit for all you that like football. Josh is full of stories. I know. I'll tell you by the time I met Robert Kraft, too. He pulled his balls out and everyone had a great time. (laughs) He's a great character. You live the storied life. I just love it. I think it's hilarious when people pull their genitals out. I wish more ladies did it. Oh. Anyway, (laughs) 
Um, well, it's they don't have. It's hard for a lady to pull her <laughs> vagina out because it's usually attached to her. There's it doesn't dangle. Most ladies don't have dangle bits. Oh, just words. So all right. So Orville's he would come every day with a five gallon sack of popcorn kernels, and I'd usually just eat the kernels. I love popcorn so much. So I would do that. But then one day. Uh, do you know Allison Hannigan? She played Willow on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you friends with her? Do you know her personally? I, 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 I don't know her. No, I don't know her personally, no. Oh, that's a shame. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, she's a dear friend of mine. Uh, I gave her her start. Uh, then she went from my show to that foolish movie where she put a flute up her poos. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Orville would come every day, and he was a very old man at this point. I think he was probably 93, 94 years old. And he'd carry it on his back, and he'd bring the five-gallon thing, uh, uh, the bag. It's probably not a gallon, but a five, maybe 500-pound. It was a big bag. It was about the size of a full-grown man, and he'd carry it on his back. So he'd lay it down at my feet, and he'd say, The corn is here, my lord. Uh, I paid him extra to call me that. Uh, so uh, anyway, one day I was like, Hey, Orville, quit, quit fucking around with all this dumb popcorn. I gotta ask you, man, how'd you come up with this whole business? So Orville Redenbacher pulls up a bench and he sits down. I sit down next to him, sitting on the ground, uh, with my legs, cro- you know, crisscross applesauce. Yeah, yeah. Not not Indian style. Don't. So then I, I sat there and I said, "Papa Orville, would you tell me the story of when you got into popcorn?" And he's he said, "Well, son, uh, popcorn is as old as the as the sand in the sea." <laughs> and uh, he started saying things like that. I fell asleep, and then when I woke up. Orville Redenbacher, he was shirtless and he was bench pressing the fucking guy who plays Giles. You know him? <laughs> I think his name is Governor. Oh my gosh, Giles. So he's pumping iron with this guy. He's shirtless on the same bench that I fell asleep where he was telling me the story that I found boring. So he's okay. pumping Giles, giving him his, and he's saying rep number 400, 401, 402, etc. He did. He did 1,000 uh, barbell pushes of Giles. So he drops Giles on the ground. Giles is an Englishman, so he was spent. He was oh. done for the day. He said, I cannot, I cannot be in this show today, is how he sounded at the time. And That's then, right, it, good, thank you so much, Andy. <laughs> and then Orville, he stands up and he is just rippling the muscles on this gentleman. He's at this point he's 92, 94 years old somewhere in there and he is muscled and he's so muscly and he says I want to show you a trick, you piece of shit. He's calling everybody this horrible names. He said the n-word a lot. The popcorn guy. This is Orville Clarence Redenbacher, head of the American food company it was then, uh, uh, at the time, purchased by ConAgra Foods, which we'll get into. Oh I have God. a lot of notes. Josh, what? He was so hot and sweaty from doing the curls push-ups with a man, he said, pour the curls on my chest, you shit piece. <laughs> and I said, oh, all right. And I, so I cut open the bag with my teeth, and I poured the curls on his chest. It was a cascading waterfall of curls on his body chest. <laughs> He was so hot, Andy yeah. and Gabe. It was popping. There was corn pop, corn pop popping off of his chest. It was so hot. It was popping. Sarah Michelle Guler, she came over on roller skates. She would do that all the time. It drove me wild. <laughs> 
She came over on roller skates and she'd say, mmm, popcorn, and she'd eat it right there off of his chest. I couldn't believe it. Number one, I thought she was cheating on me because oh I found this whole display to be very erotic, highly sexual, Mr. Redenbacher. <laughs> and, uh, and then also I got mad because I was like, I paid for that fucking popcorn. That's mine. Oh my gosh! I got so mad. I almost thought about changing the name of the the story, and the name of the series, uh, from Buffy's Dead to guess what, the black one, the black girl who was a Slayer. I forget her name. I th- I, I want to say it was Denise, uh, but she was a Slayer. Okay. I was gonna give her the show. I was so upset. Damn. I was so mad. Luckily, Sarah Michelle Gellar did a little turn on those skates. I caught a backside of her under bun cheeks, and I thought. That's an attractive woman. Oh, my God, John. So, anyway, I, uh, he popped all the popping corn, and I said, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. The man stood up. Honest to goodness, Andy, the man yeah. dropped dead right there in front of me. No way. Yeah, you'll, you'll read it oh. in his Wikipedia. Oh, my gosh. If you have a few moments, I'd like to read the story of Orville Clarence Redenbacher. I, I don't think we have time I, for that, Josh. Josh. Yeah, I really... There's, Orville Clarence Redenbacher was a, born July 16, 1907. He was an American food scientist and businessman, most often associated with the brand of popcorn that bears his name. By the way, it was uh, it's now owned by ConAgra Foods. They <laughs> own uh, a number of choice brands. Rickenbacker was born in Brazil. What is, what is happening, Gabe? Did you know Orville was born in Brazil? Andy, just go with it. Brazil? Dude, seriously. He was born in Brazil. No shit. Brazil, Indiana. <laughs> Brazil, Indiana. Did you know there was a Brazil, Indiana? I did not, Josh. But Spoiler alert. Fuck off, Indiana. You can't <laughs> name a city Brazil. Oh, my God, Josh. On July 16, 1907, to William Joseph Redenbacher, that was his daddy, oh and Julia Magdalena Deerdorf. <laughs> I can only assume that was his father's concubine. <laughs> Rickenbacker grew up on his family's farm where sometimes they sold popcorn from the back of his car. Can you imagine such a thing, Andy and Gabe? <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I got, uh, there's so much I can imagine right now. Now strap this up your ass. He graduated from Brazil High School. Can you imagine the fucking audacity of these Indiana simpletons? They're like, we're not only going to name a dumbass city Brazil, but we're going to name the college high school Brazil High School. Oh, my gosh, John. So he was in the top 5% of his class. He graduated in 1924. <laughs> he attended Purdue University shortly thereafter, where he joined the agriculture-oriented Alpha Gamma Rho fraternity. I'm a member of the Alpha Gammas. Uh, yeah. He marched the tuba in the Purdue All-American Marching Band, <laughs> and he joined the Purdue track team. Could you imagine? I would be so preoccupied with, with popping corn. Yeah. I wouldn't jump turnstiles and and other and throw the shot put. This guy is more human than human. Josh, what a, what about Fred Savage? Like, is, oh no, let, Pers- let, Pers- Fred Savage didn't work at the Purdue Exponent, but Orville did. He graduated in 1928 with a degree in ergonomy. Do you know what ergonomy is? Oh, Josh, I I, I bet you're going to tell me. No, I actually don't know what that is. Oh my God. He spent most of his life in the agriculture. In- oh, it's probably agriculture. Argo. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's probably not that that movie that uh, what's his name directed. Argo. Ben Savage. Ben Savage. No, you said that, and I thought of that. <laughs> Who's the guy who says, "Do you like these apples?" I got her number. How's about those apples? Oh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Ben Stiller. 
serving as Virgo County's Farm Bureau Extension Agent in Terry Hoot, Indiana, and at Princeton Farms. So now the man that the New York Times describes as, but for all his bumpkin appearance, the man with the signature white wavy hair and oversized bow tie was a shrewd agricultural scientist who experimented with hybrids. He began his career selling fertilizer, but spent his spare time working with popcorn. Orville and I have that in common. I love spending every spare moment of my day getting into the weeds with popcorn. I look at different blends. I have. Did you know I have a place in Los Angeles, but I also own 6,000 acres in Kentucky. I did not know that, Josh. There, There is a trove here right now. Like, in what? Kentucky, I have... Out of those 6,000 acres, I have 5,999 is just popcorn fields. What is happening? Did you know popcorn can be grown all on its own? It doesn't come from corn. How did they grow movies, Josh? How about about Little Monsters? Oh, yeah. No, so in 1951, Rickenbacker and his partner, Charlie Bowman, they bought the Georgia F. Chester & Son seed corn plant. You've been there, right, in Boone Grove, Indiana? I can't I can't say that I have, Josh. I, I have not been there. Honestly, Andy, I haven't I, I have not been listening to this dude. <laughs> I was outside getting a smoke in and uh I, what's he talking about with Indiana? There's there's a Brazil and there's there's some popcorn. He's oh yeah, talking. speaking of popcorn. No, he's been so talking. the so Orville, he named the company Chester Hybrids. <laughs> And uh, because in in honor of George F. Chester and son, uh, and they now get this, guys, they tried tens of thousands of hybrid strains of popcorn before settling on a hybrid they named Red Bow. Do you know why they named it Red Bow, guys? Oh, just why? How they named it after Orville's signature red bow tie that he wore every single day. Rumor has it he he had a tiny one that he affixed onto his shaft of his cock. Oh my god! And sometimes, if you were in his inner circle, he'd fix you a big bowl of popcorn, and at the bottom of that bowl, you'd be holding his pecker. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I think it's funny. I like that he says funny things in his in the things that he tells me, Red and Bockers. Yeah. An advertising agency used the term. <laughs> Uh, that Orville Redenbacher used, they said, hey, use your own name, guy. And then in 1970, they launched their popcorn. Can you imagine that? He graduated in 1926 or 28 or whatever, and then for like 50 years, he's just fucking around with corn. (laughs) For 50 years, the guy's just hanging out. He's like, hey, I got two things that I like to do. Number one, put a red bow tie on my pecker. Number two, fuck around with corn all day. Can you imagine what a life that was? That's it's it's a life that it's a life it's lived. It's so great. I love it. In 1973, <laughs> oh. Redenbacher appeared on TV's To Tell the Truth game show. How many notes are there? Indian Gabe by the mid 1970s, Redenbacher and Bowman had captured a third of the unpopcorn popcorn market. <laughs> Redenbacher then moved to Coronado, California, where he lived for the <laughs> remainder of his life. Uh, when you look at the personal, the death and legacy, that whole piece, it says, on September 19th, 1995, Orville Redenbacher was visiting his best friend, Joss Whedon. Oh, my gosh. On the set of Buffalo the Vampire Slayer. It says it right there. Season four, right here. Uh, uh, you can see it, okay? It says, 
He was hanging out. The one piece of the story that I left out was he was beating a Spanish boy with his shoe buckles. What he had big it? buckles on his shoes, and he would hit Spaniards with them. So uh. he did that on his way up to our... That was another thing we had in common. I have no patience for anyone a lighter skin color shade than me. I have uh. no patience. Uh, but anyway, I really love popcorn. And what I'd like oh. to tell you next... Is what happened since he passed. You remember when you were eating popcorn with your with your with your poppy, and there was a there's a movie. It was a little monsters. Remember Josh? <laughs> oh Kevin, no, my name is Josh. Jo- Kevin Kevin Arnold's neck. Since two thousand and six, several of Orville's commercials from the nineteen seventies and eighties have aired on many channels. Do you know that I have a collection of all of them on a VHS that I had Orville sign for me? Oh my word! I have. Would you like to see it? It's in my car. <laughs> uh, maybe after the podcast. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to remember all of the commercials and tell them to you right oh now, okay? Gosh. The first one aired uh, in 1973 uh, after oh. his, his spot of To Tell the Truth on the game show. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Josh. There's, uh, there, there's, there's a whole movie we, not, we need to talk about, Josh. I could listen to this for hours. All right. Okay. Now, I... Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking about popcorn for just a second because you're right. You brought me on the show. Let's talk about little monsters, <laughs> and then uh, just promise me at the end I can get out all of the. You know what? At the end, can I really tell you what I know about popcorn? Because I know a lot. Josh, I would love that. Let's let's stay on track right now. We'll get to that popcorn a little bit later. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> to be continued on the popcorn. Yes, of course. So anyway, Paul Rubens was pulling his pecker out, <laughs> and everyone was having a good old laugh. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. 